Welcome back to another episode of the Fired Up Podcast, and we are continuing our NFL division previews. Today, we've got the NFC North with the Vikings, the Lions, the Packers, and the Bears. We also have got a special thing that we're fired up about on this pod is that intern Eric is two minutes away from starting his first fantasy draft of the season. He's got the third pick out of 14 teams. And we're going to be following along with him, just kind of updating as his picks go in. We're not going to be analyzing the whole draft, but intern Eric, are you ready for your first draft? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready, but you're going to hear all my panic picks, so I can't wait for everyone to, to hear me out on this. I can't wait. So he starts in a couple minutes. We are going to start with the Vikings first. Um, first off, intern Eric, you've got the third pick, so we know that there are at least, you know, which of the three, top three are you looking at? Are you looking at DJ, Le'Veon, and Antonio Brown? Well, I'm just going to by default expect that I'm going to get Antonio Brown. But, man, I mean, honestly, I kind of went in it and said, hey, if I get any of these three, I'm good. Um, obviously, it will dictate my strategy going forward. But, hey, I'm, I'm ready for AB, but if something else falls in my lap, I'm down. Yeah, you'll take one of those three, and then I think you're already focused on uh, second and third rounds and things like that. And it is, what is it, 14? 14 team. Standard? It, no, it's half point half PPR. Point PBR. Yeah, two running backs, two wide receivers, and a nice little flex. Okay, and four point passing touchdown. So standard, I think more standard league. Not the twelve team part of it, but definitely the half point PPR uh, and the four point passing touchdowns for sure. I like a good fourteen team league. You know, it's get a, a little deep. Get a little deep. It's a lot. You have to get a little deep. It's yeah. annoying if you're in fourteen teams and the bench is like eight players because that draft will go forever. But if it's a nice fourteen teamer with like four or five this bench spots, nice. yeah, it has four. It's so quick. it really forces you to like really figure out who do you need to stash and yeah. who. Yeah. Because there's nothing also worse than a big league like fourteen team where you have eight or nine bench because the waiver wire then is just nothing. Nothing. And See, it, I like that though. Just you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then. It gives you a little time to find those gems as opposed to a four-person bench where, I mean, you could have somebody out there like... Or if you have a handcuff of somebody that you just yeah, don't really want. too. The league I just drafted, and we, looking at the waiver wire, you see a lot of guys that I thought were rosterable. Like Rex Burkhead was on waivers. So I was like, oh, maybe I should pick him up. Like, you know, it's, you, you wait, and then you see how it goes for the rest of the offseason. Yeah, and in that league... They have a lot of bench spots then, or, or how many are, isn't that one you say? I think that's like six bench spots, five like, or six okay. in a 12-team league. I think that's a bit medium. Yeah, it sounds yeah, about five or six yeah. is pretty good. All right, well, let's... Uh, Everyone let's... just hates the white running back. That's what it is. Oh, I'm taking Christian McCaffrey this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so let's start it off. Uh, we'll start with the, we'll start with the Vikings. They started off hot last year, 5-0 and going into their bye week. Uh, they then they then lost four in a row, seven of eight to be finished eight and eight behind the most injured offensive line last year. The Bears were a very very injured team, and we'll get to them. But of the offensive line unit, Minnesota was uh, the most injured, and they made a lot of changes to their offensive line. Uh, they drafted the the uh, the lineman out of Ohio State. They picked up two tackles in free agency. They got rid of their king, Adrian Peterson, and they brought in Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray. Which, I mean, I think we'd all agree that they needed some help on that offensive line and the running backs to go with probably, would you guys agree, the number one defense in the NFL right now? I would agree. Yeah. They're scary. I mean, they have so many good pieces. And then the weak spots are like, I don't know, weak side linebacker, free safety. Um, well, no, free safety, they got Smith. Or sorry, strong safety. Strong safety. Sendejo. Yeah. Yep. Um, Two white safeties, maybe, huh? Maybe their second corner. I don't know. I'm not a big Trey Waynes fan. I never have been. And then 
who was their pick last year? Mackenzie Alexander out of Clemson. I don't know. I think he had like I think he was one of the worst. Was he? Yeah. He's in the slot. Yeah. I'd have to look at his PFF grade. But, but I mean, if you're getting after the quarterback, it makes their job a lot easier, and they have probably the best defensive line in football, I'd say. Probably. Uh, we've been talking a lot about Danielle Hunter, who probably we think is going to have a huge year. I think most people do. Uh, they've got Everson Griffin on the line. Robeson's still there. So they definitely have, gosh, I, probably, I think you're right, the best defensive yeah, line. Looks Linval like Joseph. Oh, Linval Joseph. Yeah. They still have Shreve Floyd. Mm-hmm. Um, they The guy that they drafted. I think Sharif might be gone. Right. I mean, he's, he's still on the team, but I think he's uh, may not have played his way no, up to he's, what we he's thought. Hurt. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Well, they then they drafted Jaleel Johnson out of Iowa, and all the reports coming out of training camp and preseason is that defensive tackle has been make. He's just another addition to the defensive line. Yeah, it's a scary defense. Yeah, exactly. Not a scary quarterback. Their changes just looks wise. Just Bradford. He's just, not intimidating. Just looking at he him. looks weird. I think I he's a great. I think he's a great quarterback, but he's just not intimidating. Like one eye's bigger than the other. He kind of looks like what I imagine Buddy the Elf from the movie before they actually casted Buddy the Elf. <laughs> wow. Right? If they were like, all right, cast this Buddy the Elf. It's like, oh, well, Sam. Specific. <laughs> it hits it on the head. Hey, I do research for this podcast, okay? Well, he also has those stupid shoulder pads. That really the bothers real, me. Real, yeah. like, yeah, high uh, It looks like he's like a, playing on like a girls team, like junior varsity. And then every time, like, is there a quarterback in the NFL who gets rocked more than Bradford? No, but that's that's good the offensive line. Dude, good for him. He he stays in and he takes hits. He does. But then he like it's like his spine like goes in like a wave. Well, yeah, let's put it this way. So he's definitely the one that gets hit the most, but he also looks It looks bad. It looks bad. Yeah. Like he can't fall gracefully. It's like, "Oh man, you got to pick the turf out like your yeah. eyebrows." Yeah, he's, you're really he's you're really in there. The turf. Uh, you know, he still completed, what, 73% of 72% of his passes. Line. It was the NFL record. NFL record. I mean, he had a great year given the circumstances, and he played really well. You know, with a defense that good, you just kind of have to play ball control, not turn the ball over, try to move the chains, and they were okay at it. They went through even coaching changes last year, right? Norv. Norv resigned after six or seven weeks. I mean, even Mike Zimmer went on IR for a couple weeks with his eye. He didn't coach a couple of games. So that that whole team was injured. Do we think that the offensive line, did they make enough good changes that Dalvin Cook is a legitimate RB fifteen this year? So are you guys? Yeah, where are you on Dalvin Cook? I would say right around there. Um, I read him coming out of Florida State. His offensive line there was among one of the worst, like most overhyped offensive lines. So it's something he's going to be used to. I think the additions to their offensive line are not great. I don't think. I mean, let me just Riley look at Reef, it. Mike Remmers were the two signings. I think Riley Reef is hurt, isn't he? No, is he? Did he come back? I mean, as Mike, Remmers, this... Mike Remmers is not very good. I guess anything is an upgrade from what they had last year. Uh, I can't remember who it was, who their right tackle was. I don't know. Khalil was hurt for most of Khalil it. Khalil was then... hurt. They pretty much just traded with Carolina. They, they had... gave him Khalil, and they took Remmers, and it was yeah, like, they had the okay. Right they had Andre Smith. I don't see him on the roster anymore. Uh, but... uh, Andre Smith is a tackle with Cincinnati now. So he went back. So he was from Cincinnati. He came to the Vikings that went back. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm a Dalvin fan. I don't think Latavius Murray really. He was actually dropped today, and in, in the one league that was drafted. Yeah. Well, I guess. I mean, he hasn't played at all, so he's hurt. And he's hurt. Dalvin he Cook is just better. Yeah. And you, I've looked at. I was watching some of the. I didn't watch the Minnesota game, but I was watching some of the highlights. And Dalvin looks like Explosive. a professional running back. Yeah. Right. He looks like an, an RB one in this league. 
I feel like in some of these drafts, and as we continue to mock, you're going to get in the late second round, early third. I think a lot of people are going to have the option between McCaffrey, Marshawn, and Dalvin. Of those three, what, how would you rank those three if you were late second round, early third? Doesn't even matter what your first round pick was. Man, well, we Eat talked it. about it last pod. I mean, I like White Lightning. Yes, you <laughs> I do. do. I do like the White Lightning, and that's actually someone I'm targeting, especially with this third pick here you know, coming up. But um, uh, I don't know. You guys are talking up Dalvin Cook pretty well right now. I just think – I mean, I know they like Latavius because I think he was a pretty good red zone back in Oakland against with a better offensive line, like night and day better offensive line. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't be shocked if Dalvin supplanted that role too. So he's more of a three-down back, so I think he has a little bit. I think they both him and McCaffrey have pretty safe floors. Uh, McCaffrey just with his receiving. I would put Lynch third. Um, we'll talk about him. That's just because he's old? I mean, it's a big part of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hasn't played a year and a half. A year and a half. Um, uh, one thing that I like, I see I like Dalvin, and, and the reason I brought him up is because I think that Minnesota, they – for like the 29th or 30th in rush attempts last year. Like they wanted to run the ball, but Adrian got hurt. Their line got hurt. And then they were playing down a lot. Um, but when they were within, when it was a one score game, they ran the ball 50% of the time, which was good for fourth in the league. And I anticipate a lot of their games to be one score games, especially if they can get even just a little bit more healthy. And I think that really bodes well for Dalvin. Yeah. You can't, you can't have Bradford just taking seven step drops because. He's going to get like annihilated. You said, he just gets rocked. Yes, he does. Um, okay. I kind of equated Latavius to Dalvin as Mike Lennon to Trubisky, where it's like they kind of spent a little money like early on in free agency, and then this guy, they fell to him in the draft, and they're like, oh, like Dalvin Cook's still around. Because he, he lasted later than he was probably supposed to just because he didn't test that well at the combine. And they're like, man, we just spent this money on Latavius. It's like, yeah, but we don't really care. We're not sure he's that great, so let's draft a rookie. And then, I mean, they're ready to hand Dalvin the reins, I think. Yeah, he was he was their first pick, but he went 41st overall. Yeah. And he was supposed to be, you know, end of the end of the first round kind of thing. So I'm, I like Dalvin a lot. Um, I would take him as my second RB, especially in a draft like Eric's, where if he gets, you know, say David Johnson or Le'Veon Bell with the third pick, come around, Dalvin Cook is definitely somebody you would target with like the 28th to the 30th pick. Uh, in my mind, especially because last year, you know, they gave a 159 carries to Jarek McKinnon and 121 to Matt Asiata. Like, <laughs> he's getting 80% of those carries. I don't care who his backup is. Let's move to the receiving core because they've got Kyle Rudolph. Obviously, we'll, we'll consider him since he actually led the team in targets last year. Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen. Now, J.D., I know you drafted Stephon Diggs. Are Thielen and Diggs closer than their ADP appears? Because the Stephon Diggs is dra- getting drafted around the 71st overall, which is end of the sixth round, where meanwhile Adam Thielen is about 134th, which is like the 12th round. I think they're both pretty good value picks. I was looking, do you know Bradford led all QBs in deep ball, deep ball accuracy last year? I did not I mean, know He's that. a very accurate quarterback. I did not know that. Um, and a big part of that, Thielen's just a, I think he's underrated. If you said 12th round, I think that's a great value pick. Just look, he was fifth best yards per target last year. That's a good stat. Fifth best catch percentage, so he's catching everything that's thrown to him. Um, and then with Patterson gone, I think there was like 70, 80 targets. Seventy targets. Ta- Seventy targets. But Diggs is Diggs is the guy in PPR. I think uh, he was banged up all last year. I think if he is healthy all sixteen games, 
he'll catch 110 balls. Okay. Now, and he only had three touchdowns, and that seems like where we he needs to up his game a little bit. Is he can get up to six or seven? Because otherwise, is he just Jarvis Landry, but a little bit? Yeah, that's a good that's a good comparison. Right, just a bunch of catches. Because he had games last year I where he's like ten catches, didn't he? Yeah, he was having ten, twelve catches and things like that. I mean, that. he started off really, really hot. I remember. And then Thielen came on as well because he was. I mean, I don't undrafted, but he was a rookie last year, I think. I think he was un- he came out undrafted, okay. but I think it might have been his second year. Yeah, or he was some. You need a little bit of time to he adjust. Went to some podunk school in like Idaho or like North Dakota or something. Stephon Diggs is six feet, one hundred ninety pounds. He's twenty three. He'll be twenty four at the end of this year. So maybe a little bigger than Jarvis. Yeah, little better hands. He had four touchdowns a year ago, and then he or two years ago, and then he had three last year. So if he could set a personal best in touchdowns with five or more, I think that ups his value a ton. And then Warren Sharp, who we both like following. Yep. Uh, Vikings fa- face the easiest schedule of pass defenses this year. Really? So that's, Bradford that's might even be like a deep, like kind of a 2B, 2QB sleeper. Um, and then I think both Diggs and Thielen are going to be rosterable. I think, yes, I agree with that. And so I was, I guess I should have brought this up when we were talking about Bradford. Is he rosterable then, do you think? I mean, it's a little early to tell because their defense is so good. I worry that they're going to be up in one-score games, and it's just Dalvin, Dalvin, Dalvin. Yeah, they just don't throw. I mean, if we looked up his numbers, I doubt he had more than one or two 300-yard games. There's just too many short throws. Yeah. You like Rudolph? Oh, Rudolph. Uh, Kyle Rudolph with just – he was, for them, Mr. Reliable last year. I mean, he had 25 targets in the red zone. He ended with seven touchdowns. And it never seemed to stop, even though their line play was bad. It seemed like no matter what, it was like, well, the only person he can get the ball to is Rudolph, so he's got to go out in routes. Uh, is Rudolph a top five tight end? No. I don't think so either. I mean, the red zone But he's top ten. Nice. Yeah, he's top ten. About oh, se- yeah. seven or eight then? Yeah, in a very shallow position. Yeah, he's top ten. Yeah, I was kind of sleeping on him until I was looking at numbers for this, and I didn't realize he led all tight ends in targets and red zone targets. So for a tight end, it's like, what more do you really want from that? Uh, speaking of Rudolph, by the way, you know his 25 targets are more than Thielen and Diggs. Red zone targets combined. See? That's, it's not even just like, oh, yeah, he's combined. That's something you got to like. So he's Bradford a big boy. just loves him. Well, he's the biggest person catching passes for them, right? Dude. Yeah, by a lot. Eric just took him number three overall. What? Yeah. And Eric, who did? Eric. to give you a little update, actually. Yeah, so took uh, in, um, Antonio Brown, number three. Okay. Yeah, okay. My boy. And uh, I think I got a little uh, brainwashed here during our talk, but uh, on the turn, oh, so it already panic pick. It already came oh, back. Oh yeah, we already. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. We're, we're we're going fast here. All um, right. I took my white lightning. You took. You know, I like my picks. I took my white lightning, and I think I panicked a little bit because I expected a lot more time in between those next picks. But I took Dalvin Cook. Oh. And so I went two rookie running backs. Now remember the 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 contract of this team, right? It's two wide receivers, two running backs, and a flex. So it's not like I'm really looking for that wide receiver three, but I kind of wanted to get that out of the way. Can you name the four people taken in between the two picks? Absolutely. Eric, can you read? <laughs> he reads just Man, like Floyd Mayweather. So <laughs> okay, so <laughs> taken between White Lightning, it went DeAndre Hopkins. Isaiah Crowell, Tom Brady, and Ooh. Gronk. Ooh. So the only I think that McCaffrey was the right pick. I may have picked Crowell over McCaffrey. I like the Brown. I like I the run game. I like game. Crowell, but 
No, I respect that. No, I respect that. It's that offensive line. Who were the four taken after Dalvin? I don't know. (laughs) This is where I know Uh, I panicked. Marshawn? Rodgers went real quick, so Aaron got picked up real early. But if you're not going after a QB, then... Right, Aaron Rodgers, like, he went... Oh, he went after Brady. He went after Marshawn, so it went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Brady Brady, Brady went before. I don't like that. Then it went Joe Mixon and Carlos Hyde. I mean, See, I like Dalvin more than the guys that. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Right? I, agree. I was like, okay, so I looked at you know, I was looking for a running back at that point because I really didn't like the wide receivers up there. Demarius is like, I think he might still even be up there. Just no love for Demarius. Okay, so we talked about Bradford. We talked about the wide receivers for Minnesota. We talked about running backs. We'll check in with Eric at the next turn. Eight and a half wins though. Where would you put them at? I like the over. I think their schedules easier than last year. They were pretty banged up. I like. I like the over. I like. I think they could win. Nine, ten games? I I would agree with that. You get to play the Bears twice. Tough divisions, though. Tough divisions. They get yeah. the Packers twice, but they do get the NFC South. No, the, like that's what I'm saying. They yeah. have to play the NFC South, which is good, and the AFC, AFC North. North. Which I'll is go okay. Which, it's, it's, okay. Okay. it's okay. It's okay. I think they're going under. I don't. I, I think Bradford actually regresses. Um, Could we get Teddy? Is he walking? He, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely walking. Probably not. He's definitely walking. Are you walking. sure about that? When's the yeah. last time you've seen him in public, man? You saw him Maybe throw passes. Maybe off his legs. You saw him throw know. passes. Just, it's just somebody else and throwing QB passes. <laughs> so eight and a half wins. You're actually down on that. Interesting. Yeah. I think they get to play the Rams. They get to play the Redskins, too, which are easy wins. The Bears, the Bengals. I are think they, they going to be easy wins against the Redskins? I mean, I guess their defense. The defense is too good. Yeah, okay. And I think that if Dalvin and you take a little pressure off Bradford, you could open up the offense a little bit. Okay, so we'll go. We'll move from the Vikings to the. uh, Let's go to the Matt Stafford led Detroit Lions, who I think surprised a few people last year when they actually made the playoffs at nine and seven and then got promptly crushed by the Seahawks. Um, Last year for the Lions was interesting because they had what I felt like a. Basically, every running back that they signed went down, uh, except for Zach Zenner. More white running backs. White Lightning. White, white oh, Thunder. No. White, white Thunder. <laughs> white Thank thunder. you. Thank you. White Lightning's been taken? Yeah, it's been taken. But they won nine games. Uh, they made a lot of changes. Uh, Deion, DeAndre Levy, their longtime linebacker, is gone, along with Anquan Bolden, who retired. Riley Reef went to Minnesota. And they brought in just a bunch of people. They brought in TJ Lang, the guard from... Green Bay, so if Amir Abdullah and Theo Riddick can stay healthy, they could have a shot at having another 9-7, and 10-6 and six year. The Detroit Lions, are they going to improve on their basically 500 record? Or no, are they, they going to get, get worse? I really like this under. Really? It's dropped a little bit now. I think it's at 7.5. It is. But and under is 140. I'm a little biased. I think they're the worst team in the division. They've already had injuries to... Um, their best defensive lineman. Well, Ansa's on the like the offseason pup. The guy, uh, Hyder, they lost him for the season. He got more pressures than anyone else on their team. Uh, their offensive line is already hurt. They lost Taylor Luan. He's on like the regular season pup, I think. Yeah, he's done for the year. Uh, Taylor Decker. No, Taylor Decker. What is it? Yeah, Taylor Decker. He's the tackle. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the Titans guy. Yeah, Taylor Decker. I, don't know. I didn't I don't... realize they were already that banged up. Because Ansa's their best TJ, defensive lineman. TJ line Lang's hurt, too. Um, they expect him back by week one, but it's like you would like to get some reps in for these new offensive linemen. And then, I mean, outside of that, just looking at their team, Haloti Nada, he's, How old he's is pretty he? old at this point. Darius Slay's good. 
Glover Quinn's okay. They don't have very much talent on defense. Not a big Stafford guy. He is what he is. Um, and then outside of Golden Tate, who I love, and then Theo Riddick, who I love. What about Eric Ebron? I mean, I know just looking, he's been getting better. This is his third year? Yes. Like his numbers have been getting better. Bolden leaving, that'll help. Well, they signed Darren Fells as a blocking tight end. So a big problem with Eric Ebron before is they asked him to block a lot. And so I think by signing Darren Fells, they're kind of like, hey, man, go, go ahead. Yeah, 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 go go be athletic and do what we want you to do. So I think he's going to get more opportunity. He only got six red zone looks last year. It's like you're not going to be a rosterable tight end. If Who had you're the getting... most? Probably Marvin Jones. Probably Bolden. Oh, yeah, yeah Bolden. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, that, that should help Ebron. So they're moving Golden Tate, who was on the outside, because Bolden was in the slot last year. They're probably going to move Tate back into the slot. Marvin will be outside. And then the new guy who everyone's raving about, Galladay. Kenny Galladay, the Galladay. wide receiver. That, yeah. They took him in the third round out of Northern Illinois. I mean, I haven't seen anything with him. I just have been reading that he's been impressing. I, I would, in a redraft league, especially in a keeper league, I would take him over Marvin Jones. Oh, Marvin Jones, what a disappointment last year. He had, I got Tom or Tassin, if you're looking, I got away with a trade. I don't even remember what I traded Marvin Jones for, but I got him in like the fourth week, and I just traded him away after he had like 500 yards already, and he just, I think he had like 200 yards the rest after of the that, week. Yeah. It was just awful. I, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, if you traded away Marvin Jones after that first three, four weeks, good on you, man. You're sitting good. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, that's right. Decker, the rookie, is out, and they're replacing him. Do you know who his replacement is? It's Greg Robinson. The old Rams the left tackle. Yeah, oh, who is see, just terrible. Good. But that's I did not know that about Daniel Fell, so that's going to be good for Ebron because in the red zone, Stafford completed 81 of his passes to tight ends or running backs, recording seven touchdowns, no picks, and a 125 rating. That's opposed to starting wide receivers where he completed 53% of his passes and a 79% rating. So if he can just a little Ebron, a little Theo Riddick, a little e- Amir Ooh. Abdullah out of the backfield, I think that's where those short passes – uh, that was where the Lions, they're going to have to because people are going to be getting into that backfield. It seems like no problem. Man, you get a linebacker on Theo, his lights out. He's they so have fun a, to watch. Also, they have a tough schedule. They get to play the Browns and the Bears. Like The Bears could still beat them, but they play the NFC South where if their defense isn't good, every NFC South team is going to score on them. Yeah. And then the AFC North. Ooh. And so that's, if we're thinking about unders and overs by team like we did in the last pod, like if Minnesota's going over, Detroit is definitely going under. Seven and a half. I wish I could get it at eight, though. That would be nice. What do you think of Tate? I think going back to the slot is going to be huge for him. He had 140 targets last year. Did you realize that? That's that's a lot of targets. It seems like a lot. It's a lot of targets. He had 140. Marvin Jones had 110. And Bolden had 101. They didn't sub in a lot of guys on their, their wide receiver sets. No, and... I like Tate out of the slot this year more than I did last year. I would think that his numbers would go up. I don't know that I want any receiver. He's a safe PPR pick. Yes, because yeah, that is true. Yeah, I've ever, uh, Marvin Jones is boomer bust, and then if the other one's Galladay, you don't. I mean, he's a rookie wide receiver that was drafted in the third round. How many third round or later wide receivers in their first year do anything? Tate had three more targets per game with Theo Riddick out, so that was like when he really started to turn it on. He kind of turned into the Stafford safety valve with Theo out. So now with Theo back. I'd still expect more PPR. Oh, we got a we got an update. Oh, we got an update. We got an update. Okay. So 
Went to the draft. Yeah, going back to the draft. Um, so Eric has my turn. He has Antonio Brown with the third pick. And then he took Christian McCaffrey and then Dalvin Cook. And this is a 14-team league, so that was like pick 28 and 32. Martavis Bryant fell in my lap. Oh. Uh, so well, you got the Steelers wide receiving core. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Didn't even think about that. And you know what? We'll, we'll worry about that later. <laughs> Aren't you drafting? Yeah, but, you know, sometimes you just get Hey, best, best player available. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, and then on the comeback, I actually took Russell Wilson. Um, I think I reached a little bit on that. I think I could have. I looking at some of the other quarterbacks still left. Like I, I was, I was either looking at him or Mariota, and Mariota was gone right after I took Russell. So it actually worked out. I think um, I would take Mariota there. Nah, you did. You did. Because he's gonna, he's gonna be running for his life. Uh, can I get the four in between Br- Bryant and Russell again? Quarterback play is interesting when you have 14 teams because I feel like with 12, you can really still wait and wait and wait. But sometimes with 14, I panic yeah, and I that's go, why, that's why I if somebody picks two, then I'm getting the 17th. You know, a couple people pick yeah. two, I'm getting the 17th best QB. I don't want Andy Dalton. Okay, sorry. So um, Martavis Bryant was my pick. Then it went Jarvis Landry, Emmanuel Sanders, Kelvin Benjamin. Shout out to Marv right there. Matt Ryan. Yeah, and then Russell Wilson. Uh, and then it went after that Mariota. AP, oh. Larry, right. Jamison Crowder, and then Mariota. Yeah, I mean Bryant. He's I would upside. Yeah, I upside and I would have taken I would have taken him ahead of Landry, Calvin Benjamin, or whoever else it was that you said. Yeah, th- but I mean, are... I might. I don't think I would have taken Russell. I would have got another skill position player. All probably. it takes, dude, so is Steelers bye week. He's out someplace, and all I hear is a buddy go, "Yo, man, chop that up," and he's just like. I'm so screwed. What's that snow over there? <laughs> I, you know, I like Martavis, though. I mean, he's got speed. The Pittsburgh line is actually a little bit better. We'll talk about them in the next pod. Um, Pittsburgh I, line is awesome. Yeah, the Steelers' offense yeah. could be going nuts. I don't think it's a bad thing to have Antonio and Martavis Bryant. Plus, you get your bye weeks out of the way. Yeah. If Ben <laughs> yeah. has, a, ben has you know, a good year, I mean, for sure. that's the best offense in the league, I That think. one strategy, just punt that one week. Right? Exactly. Like, hey, just, forget it. I don't exactly. even care. Week I'm not going to pick yeah. up anyone. I'm just going to watch exactly. enjoy football. All right, so let's do. I'm sorry, you were talking about the Detroit Lions, the running backs, Theo Riddick, Amir Abdullah. Let's talk about them a little I bit. I just like Theo as a, especially a full point PPR, fantastic pick. I had him last year. He's gonna catch. He catches like five, six balls a game. I think he averaged five point three, maybe five the year before that. If he can stay healthy, they like using him in the red zone. Like, like I said, he gets matched up on a linebacker. And he'll do a little option where he just cuts in or out and just shakes the guy, and Stafford just loves looking for him. Um, so I think him and Tate are both due for uh, good PPR years. I would agree with those two. I would say maybe Theo and Ebron, just based upon kind of how Stafford has been looking at his running backs and his tight ends yeah. since Jim Bob Cooter. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Robert Jamey Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Robert. No. Robert, <laughs> Robert Jamey Cooper, the fourth. Amir Abdullah, do you consider him a number one running back, an RB1 fantasy-wise? Is he going to no, be? RB1. I mean, like top. Like, Hell no. I'm, talk, I'm talking end. You don't think he's 10 to 14 if he gets Hell the touches? Hell no. Is he 15 to 18 if he gets the touches? Hell no. Is he draftable? I I, I'd have to look. Let me look at the sheet. Yeah, he's draftable. Of course he's draftable. He's, a, know, he's an RB. He's a starting. He can't hold on to the ball. He has like really freakishly small hands. Do you know that? So does Trump, but he's yeah. president. 
I don't want any of my running backs sharing characteristics with Trump, dude. Amir Abdullah or Legarrette Blunt? Ugh. Give me Amir. Yeah, give me Amir. Amir or Tevin Coleman? I'll take Tevin. Tevin. Yeah. Amir or Mike Gillisley? Gillisley. Amir or Frank Gore? Amir. Amir. Am- Amir or <laughs> I have Frank Gore. <laughs> Amir or Doug Martin? Doug Martin. Okay, so I don't know. I mean, he's, he's right about he's RB. Hurt. He's he's right about RB twenty one. Yeah. I think he's good. Like he's a good athlete. Where did he go in Nebraska? Yeah, yeah. I think he was like the highest, the highest spark score in that running back class. What? But he had Liz Frank. Oh, Liz Frank. That's no, no, that's no joke. That's yeah. You don't downfall, Doctor Eric. You knew what bunions are. Do you know what Liz Frank is? Oh, that's uh, that's why I'm an intern. I'm a medical intern. <laughs> yeah. Genius. Okay, Liz Frank. Yeah, that's the uh, tearing of the inside of your foot. I'm almost sounds, positive. That sounds terrible. No, I'm almost positive. It sounds right, and That's it exactly terrible. what it is. It's like it, the, uh, like you know, the inside of your foot, that muscle, if you tear that, you basically can't walk. Wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. I knew it was like a foot injury because Nate has had it as his logo. Oh, yeah. The Diary right. of Liz Frank. While. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's got like a foot. It's very anti-Semitic. It's, got, yeah, it's not a great name, but it's pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> so you take Amir Abdullah, but you would rather take Theo Riddick a little bit later than waste a pick on Amir Abdullah. Yeah, I I always end up with Theo. Okay, so we're moving on to probably uh, the third-place team in this division, <laughs> the Green Bay Packers, who last year finished 10-6. and six. I believe they won their division, and then they beat the Cowboys in the divisional round, and then they lost to the Falcons in the national championship. Yeah. I, would, I would assume that most people think that the Packers will be good again. J.D., knowing the NFC North, is this another year where – Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers come up with a good game plan. Oh, don't put Mike McCarthy in Aaron Rodgers' like airspace. This is Aaron Rodgers' team. Mike McCarthy is just along for the ride. He shouldn't even get paid. Um, hello, hello. Here we go. Oh. Here we go. We got okay. a draft pick coming in. Ding ding. It's hot like take, the it's like take. the NFL draft hot right take. now. All right, we've got intern Eric. He has Antonio Antonio Brown, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Martavis Bryant, and Russell Wilson. So he's got the top five players on his roster. Accounted for. What What do we got now? I'm a little more prepared this time because I know what question you're going to ask. So, <laughs> on my first pick, I went ahead and took Martellus Bennett. Oh, for my tight end. Okay. I think I, panicked, I think I panicked a little bit, but I love his. I love that pick. I mean, I, what was left? I think I completely forgot about Greg Olson, which is my bad. So, is he available? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Sorry. No, I think that there were you know a couple of other picks earlier that I could have. Yeah. Martellus or Greg Olson? <laughs> yeah, you right. never know. Um, so it went Martellus Bennett. Then let's talk about the picks after that. Martellus Bennett, Jeremy Macklin, Frank Gore, Delaney Walker, Terrence West. Oh, Terrence West. And then I went ahead and took uh, our Adderall King, Doug Martin. Oh! Dude, that's a great pick. Yeah, I like it. I think it's worth the risk-reward, right? Obviously, I know he's not going to play the first three games, but it's like, man, if he comes back and he just gets slotted right in, it's like, that's a nice little... Because remember, I have two rookie running backs. Yeah. Remember that. I took that risk. Get those red zone carries. It's a good Bucks offense. And how can you not love the muscle hamster? <laughs> muscle, and muscle maybe hamster. it's a little biased from just watching Hard Knocks, but... He looks pretty good in HD, dude. Uh, by the way, hold on. So you're telling me Terrence West got chosen before that pick? Uh, shout out to Trevor Chan. Yeah, Trevor, nice. Nice what nice are Trev. you panic, doing? Panic button. Panic pick for sure. Uh, okay, so Martellus Bennett. Uh, I think. You want to talk about Martellus? Well, JD, just took him. Would you agree though, Delaney ahead of Martellus? I think Wait, I would have. Ta- I think I would have taken Delaney. Oh, Delaney, Delaney went. Was really? available. He went two Delaney picks was after. Available. 
Yeah, I think he's just a better receiver. I love Delaney. Obviously, I'm a Niner fan, right? So I love Delaney. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I think there are too many mouths to feed in Tennessee. Is that I just mean, me? The Packers have some mouths too. Though. Yeah, but they've uh, okay. Here's how I feel about with the well, addition of Martellus Bennett. It's like okay, they've never used a tight end. This is the first time they've gone out and bought one. So it's like to me that tells me a little bit like okay, they must have something in their game plan where they're like, man, it would really be nice to have. A, a tight end there whereas okay in tennessee you've already got delaney walker yes he has an established position love it but you throw eric decker in there richard matthews came out of nowhere last year right you got Corey davis, Corey davis. yeah who's gonna play a little bit more too well let's talk about martellus in green bay are we because last year when he was with the patriots jared cook had some nice catches and martellus is gonna have way more nice yeah. catches than jared cook hope it didn't even get that burn but it was a bad burn so it doesn't really matter so maybe that's a burn on you <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where does Martellus Bennett finish the year tight end wise? Because I mean, I- I'm trying to think of how the tight ends have been used in Green Bay. I expect Martellus Bennett to probably finish like maybe seven or eight. This is best case scenario, seven or eight. But I think they're going to be heavily, heavily biased towards like three, four good games. He's going to disappear the other ones, but it's like there are a couple games where he's going to get a couple of touchdowns. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Like, Aaron Rodgers finally found what he needs. But then there are going to be other games where he probably will get, like, one catch. Okay, well, I'll preface this with saying I really hate Martellus Bennett. Um, He was very mean to Jay Cutler on his way out of Chicago. And even though Jay and I aren't together anymore, like, we kind of ended things on good terms. Like, we broke up with him, so it's fine. So he's just kind of a jerk. But as a tight end, as a pass catcher, I think he'll fit in well with that offense. I think it's not necessarily true that the Packers don't throw it to the tight end. Um, 2009, 2011 with Rodgers at quarterback, Jermichael Finley was the number one overall tight end. I don't know if you have the numbers. Is that Did he score 12 touchdowns? Was it? I don't have the numbers. Right, I didn't know how many yeah. yards per game kind of a thing and it was, but I do remember Jermichael. 61 passes. Like I could see a year where Martellus catches... Oh, 70 balls, and then if Rodgers trusts him in the red zone, it's just another option where... He's sick. Yeah, he's going to be great. It'll be so awesome. Yeah, because they're going to shade a little towards Jordy because Jordy's back. Randall Cobb's too small. Devontae, I mean... You giving the ball to Ty they just the goal they, line? You know what they score? going to do? They score a lot of touchdowns. They score a lot of yeah. touchdowns. I was just thinking how annoying it is to look at their red zone targets for the Packers. And there's a million of them? Five of them have over 13 or more. That's dirty. Yeah. I mean, 10 of them had more than three and reds. So, and that's just catches. Ty Montgomery had 18 runs. Aaron Rodgers had 15 attempts within the red zone. R- Rukowski and Lacey both had 11. Like, they are in the red zone. So what were uh, Cook's numbers? Do you have those? Yeah, he had 83 targets. They completed 58% of those. So he had, like, 50 catches. Uh, he had 15 red zone targets, and he ended with uh, three touchdowns. Yeah, because Cook sucks. Yeah, and so Bennett, he had 88 catch er, targets last year. 75% of those he caught for 66 catches, and he had seven touchdowns. Ooh. To be fair, three of those came in one game. That's but the, what pa- I said. the Patriots were another offense, though, last year that had a bunch of. Yeah. I mean, they're going to score. They're going to share the ball around. Yeah. You know, with touchdowns. Anyway. I think Martellus is going to have very heavy, floor. like, bias games, right? So he's going to have, like, one or, one or two games that are awesome. But the other ones, I mean, just naturally in those offenses. Someone's got to take a day off, Yeah, right? absolutely. It's just what's going to happen. So what was he off the board in your league? Sixth or seventh tight end? I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, probably. I think he was like the seventh or so. Okay. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, probably the number one QB. I know in your draft just now, Brady went ahead of him, but Rodgers is number one, right? 
I think so. I would say so. I would say so. So let's talk about the running backs because Ty Montgomery, and is this true? I have not drafted yet. Is Ty Montgomery only a running back now? Because last year, I think so. Last year he had eligibility for both. I think he's just a running back. Okay. Ty Montgomery, who is right now about the, his ADP is 47. So kind of right at the end of the fourth round. He's kind of RB20. Have you ever owned Ty Montgomery? Oh, I guess it's yeah. only one year to have him. Yeah. Did you own him? Yeah. It was the most frustrating thing I think I've ever seen. Why? There was no trust He would, he would get pulled. Yeah, yeah. There was no trust. It's like, man, he. that's what it comes down to, I think, for him is pass blocking because he's not mm. used to it, right? Playing wide receiver. So it's like, man, you gotta, you're in there to protect Aaron Rodgers like half of these snaps. And when he misses it, they're just like, get out. Yeah, and it's like immediate pull him, like get someone else in there. And so, sorry, it sucked. Yeah. It sucked. Yeah. So the guy they drafted, I think they drafted three running backs. The first one and the guy who's getting all the love was the best pass blocking running back in the nation. Jamal. Jamal. I took him late. Is he sick? Uh, I actually don't even know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've seen him a little bit. He looks good. Um, he looks like a pretty explosive runner. From what I've heard, he's like yeah, pretty like complete. Yeah, like a three-down guy, yeah, and it's, yeah, if like, you can protect Rodgers, that's that's what they're looking for. What you need to do, yeah, yeah. And so if Ty Montgomery can't do that, he's going to get benched like he did last year. And that scares me because the Packers actually do have new interior linemen, right? Because T.J. Lang, who was there last year, is gone. Traded sitting midseason. Yep, and then they also Jari Evans, their guard, went to New Orleans. The other guard. So, I don't know if he was – was he playing? No, no, he came from New Orleans to replace J.C. Treader, who went to Cleveland. Treader. Treader went to Cleveland, right? So they lost their two guards. So, I mean, if Ty Montgomery can't pass block and Jamal Williams is the pass blocker, but that just may mean we see something like last year where they're splitting a bunch of carries. You can't really trust Ty Montgomery. Yeah, I mean, the Packers have had one of like the best pass blocking offensive lines the last three, four years, I'd say, and now – they pretty much lost it in the span of 12 months, except for Bakhtiari, who's one of the best left tackles, which is the most important for Rodgers. And Rodgers will make do with what he has. He's probably the best at moving within the pocket. But it's not great for the run game. And, you know, you got to pay people. Rodgers gets paid. Jordy Nelson gets paid. Clay Matthews gets paid too much. Got to give up somewhere. I've got a chart that shows where they spend, and their defense total is the sixth most expensive defense in the league. How Man, how good is their defense? Not even that good. That's what I was worried you were going to say. Who's getting paid so much? Clay Matthews, Clay. Uh, Burnett, and Daniels. Um, Mike Daniels is really good. He he gets He's paid a bunch. The best defender. And Perry gets paid. Well, Clay. I mean, they paid Clay, and he was so good at rushing the quarterback. And then, like, hey, we're going to move you to inside linebacker. And it's like, wait, what? Why would you do that? Oh, because you're good there, too, and we need somebody there. It's like, well, he's better rushing the quarterback. So, Mike McCarthy, you are terrible. It's an average defense, yeah. but if you're paying the sixth most money, sixth most money, that's not good. And But, of course, they have the offense to keep up with it. It's just one of those things that if we end Rodgers' career in, like, five, six years, and he has one Super Bowl title, everyone's going to be like, man, that's a what win. the hell happened, dude? How does Rodgers have one ring? And Eli Manning has too. You could be saying that a lot about a lot of quarterbacks. Mike McCarthy's terrible. It makes me want to bet their owner just because without Rodgers, this Packers team is probably a six-win team, five-win team. 
I mean, they lost in one year, and I think they won, what, six games? Okay. And then the last thing about the Packers is we should talk a little bit about their wide receivers. Jordy Nelson, top 10, obviously. Is he about seven, eight? Five. Five? I'm, I'm going to go six. I mean, I was going to say, yeah, pretty, it's like pretty, yeah, it, you know. know. The, but yeah. he's up there. He's up Dude, there. He's I think up I'd there. T- when I was just looking at numbers, I think I'd take him maybe over OBJ and AJ Green. Do you think it's I would, because of his numbers? Dude, you not just looked at his second half numbers once he was back. And it's not like he was ever like a burner. I think he was he ran maybe like a four five something coming out of college. And he's just such a good route runner and has the rapport with Rodgers that and that's all that matters. I was just gonna it's say like, dude, I think that's gonna trust catch is he's just, gonna catch twelve plus touchdowns again. Yeah. Yeah. That trust is something you can't quantify. Yeah. What about Devontae? So Devontae, who was having a who had his breakout third year last year, right? Uh, is going, I was just looking this up, yeah, he's going about 45th, end of the fourth round or so. I would draft him to be my number two. I can't imagine that he was available when Eric was drafting for Martavis Bryant or anything like that, but I would like to get him in that round if I could. If I had a wide receiver, two solid running backs, if I could get Devontae Adam as my second wide receiver, I would be very happy with that. He was not there, by the way. I would, I would assume. So where did he go in the 14-team draft? He went 46th overall. That's about where he's going. That's about what so I would assume. Right, yeah, right, right after the third round. Would you rather have Devontae Adams or Michael Crabtree? Devontae Adams. Oh, really? Kind of similar. I they I are. Would, I, yeah. They're similar. I think I'd rather have Krabs, just because I think he's better. But Devontae Adams is just in a better, better situation. Yeah. All it takes is that one bad tackle. Derek Carr done. Oh, sorry, sorry, Raider fans. Devontae Adams or. Tyreek Hill. Devontae. Adams, yeah. Tyreek Hill is he's a gadget player. I don't like those. He's so We talked about that fast. last year. Yeah, he's so like freaking fast, though. Oh, my true. gosh. Ty Montgomery, are, are you guys, like, staying away from him? Because it's, I mean, even yes. the conversation we just had seems like we're kind of don't even know how they're going to use him. I'm staying away from him. And I drafted uh, Jamal Williams just late, hoping that I will end up getting you're such a game. you're such a handcuff hawker just taking yeah, other Brad's, people's handcuffs guy. oh how mean you took your brother's handcuff that's just he wasn't gonna take that's him. just sad he wasn't gonna take him All just right. remember it was one of those ty montgomery sorry for ty montgomery if you ever think about drafting him he's never had more than 11 carries ever wow i did not know that so that's that, I, that's like that, why Brad? it's so frustrating jamal nah. williams is on the block brad <laughs> uh and then randall cobb would you ever Take, I'll pass. I just don't know. Not even take him. Just I would rather go for upside. Take somebody yeah. like Taylor Gabriel instead of fucking Randall Cobb. It's so weird because he was so good that two one years year, ago. Yeah, it was like two, unbelievable. Three. Yeah, except he's got those White Walker Knights Kings blue eyes. It's so strange. Yeah, I, I just think creepy. he's undead. Oh, that is odd. <laughs> All right, over ten and a half. Under ten and a half. Uh, the over ten and a half is plus one fifteen. The under is minus one forty. I take the over. I will take the under. They have a tough schedule. All right, and we're going to go to the team that has been predicted. I think they're going to go 16-0 and 0 this year behind, uh, I think he's already in the Hall of Fame, Mitch Trubisky. Duh. Bears, stop, bears, stop, bears. You ready, J.D.? Ooh. Let's do it. And Hot draft alert. Oh, Hot we got Hot draft it. alert. Okay, ding, we'll ding, t- ding. We'll take a little break before we start the Bears. Ooh, I hope it's a bear he's drafting. Eric just finished drafting uh, Doug Martin, Martellus Bennett, so he's got all his starters now. Quarterback, two wide receivers, two running backs, a flex, and a tight end. So he's just got kicker, defense, and and his bench. So I'm guessing you're not going kicker. All right. Well, thank goodness for this pod because, yeah, I drafted two wide receivers with the same bye week. So yep. I had to fix that a little bit. <laughs> so I took Brandon Marshall 
um, okay, of my okay, pick, okay. which I actually like. I think he got a little injured, but I do like him alongside Odell Beckham Jr. Good value. Um, yeah, yeah. He's huge, big target. Yeah, Eli, you know, Whatever. throw something up there. <laughs> um, uh, wait, intern Eric, do you have a medical diagnosis for Brandon Marshall? Yeah. His dong's too big. Shoulder popped out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I have no idea. He's so good at diagnosing. That was the problem. He nailed it. That was it. actually it. I just Googled it. All right. All right. And then after um, after Brandon Marshall, who did you take? Uh, I took Ted Ginn. Uh, okay. Who were the picks in between? Brandon Marshall, Marvin Jones, Eric Decker. You wanted Decker, didn't you? You should have thought about I it. I thought you would. I thought about it. Uh, Decker over Marshall, I would have done. Well, eh. thanks, guys. To me, they're interchangeable. Uh, I would have taken Decker before. Well, over Ginn. Obviously, he didn't have that. Yes. Then Jaquiz, Matt Forte, and then Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn, and then the, who got taken after Ginn? Rashard Matthews, Thomas Rawls, Cam Meredith was someone I was Whoa, really looking about at. Whoa, we about to get into that, son? I was really thinking about that, okay. but I felt like that would make you too happy. And also, he is a week nine bye, so I couldn't do that. But oh. So let's talk about the Bears. Let's talk about Cam Meredith. J.D., give us a little intro. How do you like the Bears this year? They won three games last year, but... They were the most injured team in the NFL. Their defense was the most injured defensive unit in the NFL, and their offense was the second most injured unit uh, on the offense. So, I mean, you guys, they won three games. A lot of the metrics that I'm reading for people out there that like that shit. Um, the, Smart people. The Bears didn't do that bad. They, right. They kind of did okay running the ball in situations where you're supposed to run the ball. Um, it just... You know, their defense wasn't great. They were injured a lot. Dude, um, those three wins, though, those were three fantastic wins. Do you remember that snow game? You remember that <sighs> snow game against Kaepernick? That's why Kaepernick's not in the league Yeah, anymore. that's the that's reason. That's the only reason. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. the only reason. How are you looking at this Bears season with the whole— uh, Well, let me ask you— colored glasses. Let me ask friend. you about Glennon and Trubisky first. You either sign the big, na- the big free agent that you think can lead you guys, or you get the young guy in college and spend a couple draft picks to get him. But why did they have to do both? Man, I don't know. <laughs> That's what everyone's asking the whole offseason. It yeah. didn't really make sense. All right, I'm just hoping that, was, that, that you had a perspective. That was my whole beef uh, when we traded three picks to move up one spot. It was a little ridiculous. Um, but now that I see what the bisque has given us, it's, it's worth it. He doesn't look bad in preseason? I mean, it's a, it's a, technically a one-year deal for Glennon. Yeah. So. Do you think – how many games do you think Glennon starts before Trubisky's in? Man, so I talked about – um, we have the toughest schedule in the league, weeks one through seven, by Warren Sharp. Uh, it's bad. Dude, it's brutal if you look at who we're playing. Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, Minnesota, Baltimore, Carolina, New Orleans. Oh, my. Yeah, it's tough. And that's before the bye. And it's like Glennon's going to be thrown into that. It's like, okay, at least you got your money, dude. <laughs> like, you got that 15 mil or whatever. Do you think... I mean, obviously, it's hard to predict in these situations. Glennon could get hurt. They could just sub him out after four games. Trubisky literally started getting reps with the ones today. I know just from the fan boards, everyone's kind of like, dude, just let's throw him into the fire. Because his one knock coming out of college was he's only started 13 games. So it's like, if that's his knock, let's just get him in, get him some reps. We understand that if he doesn't look great, like that's fine. Like as long as... He shows a little progress, and that's on the coaches. Um, but yeah, get him out there. We know we've seen Glennon. We know what he is. What would you consider a win for the Bears this year? Like a real win. Like the over under is five and a half wins. Uh, I think if we go eight and eight, that would be pretty nice. That and is that is that your ceiling? No. What's your ceiling this year? Where's the Super Bowl played? Minnesota. 
Ooh. Yeah, we'll go to Minnesota. Played dude. in played wow. in their dome. Played at the U.S. Bank How Stadium. Many rookie quarterbacks won the Super Bowl. Zero. <laughs> Negative. All right. Yeah, you would know that from last year, wouldn't you? Oh, oh man. <laughs> you just been holding on to that one in your back pocket? No, you just came at me hard, <laughs> so I had to come back. No, that's fair. All right. So the Bears, uh, Jordan Howard is going to have a great year. He had a great le- year last year running the ball. From week four on, when he f- first got the start, he was, I think he finished with the third most rushing yards. Uh, great yards per carry. Breaks tackles. Yep, he breaks tackles. Where he's getting drafted right now, in my opinion, seems like a little bit of a stretch. Um, we need Kyle Long to get healthy. Well, talk. Can you talk to me a little bit about what the Bears' offense will look like this year and what you expect? I think it'll be different with Trubisky and Glennon. Um, Trubisky will run some more read options. Uh, we'll roll him out more. He's a lot more mobile. Uh, it gives more looks that the defense has to go against. That's why we want to see him play. Um, but we're going to be a run-first team. Uh, we play pretty slow. We were the third slowest pace last year, and that's kind of what when your defense gets annihilated with injuries, like you said, you want to slow down the possessions. Um, but low-key, we're fifth in yards per play, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, especially with three pretty bad quarterbacks. Man, Brian Hoyer really brought those numbers up, huh? He, dude, he's a great between the twenties quarterback. You'll see, Eric. Like, <laughs> dude, he'll go twenty to twenty, and then when it gets in the red zone, oh my god, just nightmare. Like he just he can't score touchdowns. So yeah, Jordan Howard. If you don't know enough about him, he's not a great pass catcher. Uh, we actually drafted a guy who looks really good in the fourth round, who's more of a pass catcher, and we signed Benny Cunningham, Tariq Cohen out of North Carolina A and T. He actually looks really good. I would not be surprised at all if Tariq Cohen doesn't like eat into his workload, but he's going to spell Jordan Howard a little bit. He's going to get some carries in his rookie year. Does that push so, Jordan Howard to like fringe RB1? like Back of the second round, the early second. third, because he doesn't catch balls. He's more valuable in standard, um, and his volume's just not going to be as voluminous as it was for the last eight games of last year. Yeah, because he had 50 targets and like 20, 30 catches, but that was in like... He had like eight drops. He led really he led running backs in drop percentage. Okay, but Jordan Howard, 25th to 30th overall, something like that. Yeah, I mean, let me look at uh, kind of who he's going around. Like, I give him Brad shit. I would probably take a Jai over him just because I think his workload's going to be bigger. Would you take Elliott or Howard? Howard. Would you take... Because after that, it's Gurley. I would take Howard over Gurley. For what it's worth, he went 10th in my draft. 10th overall? Yeah. Wow. Let's say, you know what? I like the optimism. I like the optimism. Well, you need but to. That's, get... that's a little too early. Like, he went before, who who went right after him? Jordy. Oh, like, oh. you got to take Jordy over. Yeah. yeah. Jordan Howard. And half yeah. point PPR? Yeah. yeah, half point PPR. You know, Jordan Howard's starting running back yeah. in this league is going to get drafted. Let's talk about Cameron Meredith and Kevin White and all the receivers. JD, did you know that you guys signed the most free agents this year? Oh my god, I'm so fired up, dude! I can't even take it. Twelve free just agents, buying everyone. Wow, <laughs> Ryan Pace spending that money. Dude. They only got five draft Cutting picks. Cutting Jay and yeah. spending that cash. So they got they got a bunch of people in the secondary, uh, and then they got a bunch of wide receivers. Because yeah, you got wide receiver signings, I was not too stoked about. Because you got Marcus, Ke- Marcus Kendall Wright. I like Kendall Wright. Kendall Wright, six best yard per target last year. Hey, bring that over. Did he catch anything? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's getting yards with the targets. Okay. Uh, Marcus Wheaton, he was probably last in that statistic. I don't know. He was hurt last year, but we just paid him too much. 
Who's the salsa dude? I'm drawing a blank. Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz. The Look, salsa he's, dude. The salsa man. He's gonna get cut. <laughs> the salsa man. Okay, so to your point about Cam Meredith. Yes, let's talk about yes, Cam. Yes, please. So I just found this a little curious because Cam Meredith was a quarterback in college. Where? Northern Illinois. Okay. Southern. Is it some. Look it up. Thank you. Um. So I just wanted to compare him to Terrell Pryor because Terrell Pryor is – where is it? Illinois State. Illinois State. Terrell Pryor is like the darling of fantasy drafts this year, as he should be. He looks great. But just looking at their stats from last year, comparing two quarterbacks turned receivers, wanted to look at Cam Meredith versus Terrell Pryor. Cam Meredith's four years younger. He's 24 versus 28 for Terrell. Uh, he started five less games, only had 11 less receptions, 66 to 77. Had a better yards per reception, better catch percentage. Both had four touchdowns. Um, I'm just saying, Cam was a better athlete than all of six wide receivers at the Combine when he came out as a quarterback. So that's why they probably saw, like, oh, you know what, like, why don't you try this? Um, and I'll just say, I've watched every single game, and he passes the eye test as a legit number one wide receiver. And he was doing this shit with Matt Barkley, Brian Hoyer. Like, dude, Keller was playing. He was there for the beginning. Um, the little action he got, he was playing with a torn shoulder. Um, and then. Oh, man, I'm a high on Cam Meredith now. Get on the Cam Meredith train. He could be a. Kevin White size bus, but oh, we don't really God. we don't really have that many options if Kevin White doesn't give us anything in his third year. Are you expecting anything out of Kevin White though? No, hell no. I don't think he'll ever be the same player. I mean, he could. I, I remember like I can go back and watch his WVU game tape, and it's like, oh yeah, that's why we took him. What did we take him seventh Seven. overall? Zach Miller. Anything there for their tight end in Chicago? No, I wouldn't touch him. All right. Would you Where is he might get cut? Really? Yeah. And then Deion wow. Sims is going to be the tight end. Deion Sims, good blocker, good short yardage guy, and then uh, our second round pick this year was like a D two. Oh, D3? A- Adam Shaheen from yeah, Ashland, yeah. who hasn't really been been doing much either. So hot draft alert. Hot, Ooh, hot draft. draft. It's a finish. This is the end. Okay. We don't care about kickers and defense. So. Uh, last two picks here, because remember, I only have four bench spots. This is a little tight little squad. I took Jamal Williams. Um, running back, obviously, we talked about it a little recency bit earlier. Recency bias. Yeah. Recency bias, for sure, but I still like him, especially with who is available on the board. If we go in between those picks, Jamal Williams, John Brown, Zay Jones, Minnesota defense. Oh, it went. Nice. CJ Procise. And this one I just shot in the dark, man. I took Robbie Anderson. And I'll tell oh, you why. Oh, the Jets wide receiver? Yeah, the Jets wide receiver. Somebody has to catch Someone's got to catch, Someone's the, gotta ball. catch the ball. Um, it's he's really good at blocking, too, so we get little points for that. But, no, I mean, really. He, Wait a second. Hold on. You get points for blocking? No, I'm just joking, oh, man. Oh, man. I was so confused. Hackenberg is not going to be. that kind of seriously. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like what do you guys Wait, know about that new league, league, man? It's like, man, this is crazy. You know, just someone's got to catch. That's a clean block. That's a pancake. That's a pancake. Someone's got to catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. That's a good that's a good pick. Are Jordan Howard and Cameron Meredith the only rosterable Bears? And Robert Aguayo. Oh. <laughs> God, is he cut yet? He's probably cut. Yes. Probably yes. Yeah. All right. But you know what? If Kevin White could come in 
but probably not, man. We're just so run first. You're so run first, especially with the quarterback play. I yeah. mean, you don't know what's really going to happen. Man, that's a bummer. I haven't really thought about that, but it's like you can't be that good when you have two rosterable fantasy guys. And you're, you're the Jets. Talking to a Niner fan, man. The Jets have – that was probably the third Jet to go in his draft. Oh, that my gosh. True. Yeah. Because Forte, yeah. Bilal, yeah. and Robbie. Yeah. Damn. That's too bad. All right. Well, that's the Bears. Uh, let's do a little division ranking. Eric, how do you think this 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 division will shake out top to bottom? Um, who are we talking about? Okay, so definitely the Packers first. Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bears. Let's think about this. <laughs> yeah, well, I would, okay, so I definitely was going to go Packers, obviously. Okay, let's keep thinking a little bit. <laughs> All right, we're done thinking, so it's Packers first. Man, it's got to be the Vikes. Uh, and then Lions and Bears. Oh. See, I'll say Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions. The Lions could be bad. Nice. The That's Bears dude. The Bears are kind of one of those teams where the metrics say they could be okay. They won't win nine games. Right. But they can win five or six. And the Lions, if people get getting keep getting hurt, and you're starting Greg Robinson as your tackle, and you didn't improve on defense, and they're still already hurt, the Lions, to me, are somebody that... Just don't be last. That's, that's, yeah. The under for them might be good. Man, we didn't even talk about the Bears' defense, but this has gone on a little long. Let's talk about... Let's, let's just say that the Bears' defense... Could be one of the surprise defenses in the league. Why? We have time. Dude, we're getting healthy guys back. Okay, so Pernell McPhee, we don't know if he's ever going to be healthy. But if he is, he's like a top five pass rushing outside linebacker. Uh, Leonard Floyd, seven and a half sacks as a rookie. Dogs on top. Dude, just jacked up now. Eddie Goldman, out all last year. All pro rookie is rookie year. So this is his third year if he can stay healthy. Um, Akeem Hicks has been one of the best signings of the last few years. Yeah, he has been actually pretty uh, good. Kyle Fuller was out all last year. Um, we didn't renew his fifth-year option, but the year before, he was actually pretty solid. Cravon LeBlanc, undrafted dude, very solid. Uh, who do we sign? Amukamara. Amukamara, dude. Ooh. When he's healthy, he's good. Uh, and you signed the free safety, uh, Quentin Demps. Quentin Demps is good, and then Amos is an okay safety, but... Apparently, and this is just reading the hype, uh, the Alabama safety. who Eddie Jackson. Dude, so I guess he's been – he's probably going to start because he's just been ball hawking. Really? He broke his leg and he missed like all he, half of last year. That's why That's why he slipped to the fourth round. <laughs> all right. So the Bears, it sounds like we'll we be – We got Jarrell Freeman coming back, dude. It sounds like we'll be betting unders. We got unders. Danny Trevathan coming back, dude. Unders? Are we betting unders with the Bears then? Bears defense, a little run first, keep that yeah, quarterback clean like off that. the dirt. Oh, I like Ooh, that just, a lot. Okay. We're betting some unders this okay. year, baby. Oh, I'm so hyped up now. Oh, I'm not going to be able to sleep. If the Lions win nine games, I will come on here and mm, say it. I'm not going to do anything with mustard because that would be crazy. Yeah, and th- there's no way the Lions win nine games. It's just impossible. I mean, nine's Is not it? that bad. They're over under seven and a half. That's pretty impossible. I mean, let's look at the teams they're playing. The AFC North, are they going to beat the Steelers? See, they're going to lose to the Browns. They're going to lose to the Browns. They're going to lose to the Bears twice, and then they play the oh, NFC. I like that. Oh, wow. The NFC South, they're going to beat the Saints, the Falcons, the Bucks, or the Panthers? Nope. Yeah, I think I'm going to nope. bet I'm going to bet that Lions under. Yeah. And you know what? It's one of those things I hate them more than any other team. All right. Just saying, Bears 30 to 1 to win the division. That's a terrible bet if you, you go, want. You go fourth to first. It happens every year in the NFL. Nobody sees it coming. And if you got, and if you guys want to bet that, just email me and I will take that bet. Okay? Yeah, I'll take your action. All right, we're out of the NFC North. That was fun. Thanks for listening.